Welcome to the Panic Attack Recovery Podcast, an ongoing source of practical strategies and tips for anxiety and ADHD. We're a collaboration of former sufferers helping those currently struggling with anxiety, panic attacks, and ADHD so they can express their true competencies in life. Now, here is Matthew, your host. Hi, and thank you for joining me for another podcast. Today, I would like to talk about something called personalization. When we personalize, what does it mean? Well, simply put, personalization refers to the tendency to blame ourselves for others' actions. Or another way to put it is to say that we're responsible for how others react to us, how others act towards us, and how others act uh, in the environment around us. And there are probably other ways of explaining this tendency, but I think the best is always through example. Often the best examples come from real people like you and I and others who are subscribers to PanicAttackRecovery.com. One person we uh, talked with one time told us about her tendency to do this often at work. Whenever a meeting was called in the organization where she worked and it was behind closed doors, she would often feel that they were talking about her. Or perhaps it's something more specifically, they were talking about her because of something she must have done. Did she make a mistake? Did she do something very bad? And you might think this person must be overly paranoid. This person must have done something bad if she's so paranoid. But in fact, she was just highly anxious and often wanted to please others. And as a result of that, often feared others' reactions towards her or that maybe something was going on that wasn't going on in this case that others were talking about her in the meeting. And it turned out when these people came out of the room, she asked one of them, um, sort of took one of them aside and said, I just want to know, did, did I do something really badly? And they looked at her and said, you know, what are you talking about? And she said, well, the meeting behind. And they said, meeting had nothing to do with you. And it turned out it was 100% true. The meeting had absolutely nothing to do with her. And what was interesting in talking with her is that she said that that happened um, fairly often. She was often worried about others. And just from what she said, it was clear that often others' actions towards her were, were always interpreted through this lens of uh, maybe if I just say the right thing or I say something else uh, or I should have said this, did I say the right thing, then maybe, you know, they would have acted better. But it was always through this lens of questioning herself, should I have done something differently? Because she was in a position where she was the first point of contact for others to come into the organization, she often felt that their attitudes their disposition related to how they saw her or something she had done. And in fact, we discussed the fact that, you know, others' actions and their behaviors often are a result of their own choices or their own ways of being and has nothing to do with the others they're interacting with. Now, this is just one example. I know from my own life, often I get angry at times when I feel that people are being jerks towards me. But in reality, it isn't anything to do with me at all. It's I happen to be the one who's interacting with them or perhaps when driving, people are driving like jerks. But often I have to think, well, those people really didn't go out today to tick me off. That wasn't the point of their day. It's just how they drive. I'm not saying that these situations shouldn't frustrate one when we see poor driving. But what I'm saying is we shouldn't personalize others' behavior. And often I think driving is a good example for myself, where I often see people doing things and have this reaction, but then I remind myself it really isn't about me. I think also um, 
over the years, having had an opportunity to speak to many subscribers and interact with subscribers of PanicAttackRecovery.com, we all have seen how often people who are anxious or have ADHD will tend to personalize comments made to them that might be uh, meant to help them, or they might even be a compliment. They might misinterpret it as an insult. Whereas, you know, often others will not see them as insults, but see them for the compliments they are meant to be. Why personalization is something that's really important in my opinion and, and has been really important for me, and that's really why I formed this opinion, is how helpful it was to learn about personalization and also to talk with subscribers about how they've been able to help themselves with their anxiety and ADHD by realizing that you know often they're personalizing things in their lives and they don't need to do so. But once you stop personalizing things in your life, you will find that you stop trying to control everything in your environment when we're talking about others. We cannot really control others. We can control ourselves. And I'm sure you've heard that before. But often when it comes to personalizing things or the comments that other people make, we think that, well, maybe in those instances, I should have done something differently. I should have said something differently. I should, I should, I should. I think overall, personalization hits the nail on the head here. We often blame ourselves. We could have done something differently. We should have done something differently. Or we just start asking ourselves, perhaps I should have done this. Perhaps I should have done that. And we get stuck. We're not moving forward because we keep questioning ourselves. And we keep questioning what we did in the past. And we, we start to ruminate about, this went really poorly. This was my fault. And this happens very unconsciously. It's a habit, in other words, is what I mean by unconsciously. By not personalizing things in our lives, we are much freer to live our lives as we see fit, to enjoy the things we'd like to enjoy and focus on the things we'd like to focus on, rather than habitually always thinking about what others are doing and saying, and what do they think of me, and should I have done something differently? And Anxiety sufferers don't often realize how typically this occurs in, in a variety of situations and how it makes one more anxious, especially with social anxiety. Where this plays out, you go to a gathering, a party, whatever, and you start thinking about what are others thinking about me? Oh, they're snickering in the corner there. What are they doing? In other words, what others are thinking and saying about me really has nothing to do with the party because I'm not going to enjoy myself and, and enjoy my conversations with others at the party if I'm worried about what yet other people at the party are saying about me. But yet this is a, a pattern that often plays out with social anxiety. Now, I hope you don't get trapped by the examples that I have provided in this podcast episode because there are many examples of personalization that are much more sophisticated than the basic examples I provided here today. But I think if you really spend some time reflecting on your own life and your own tendencies through the lens of personalization, it can be very helpful so that you recognize when you're doing it and specifically how you do it. And once you recognize when and how you are doing it, you are in a position to make changes in future. By becoming aware of when and how you're doing it, this can have a tendency to reduce the amount of times that you personalize things because it makes you more conscious of your behaviors, of your thoughts, where you say to yourself, do I really want to be stuck doing this continuously on autopilot or would I rather focus on something that's more important to me? 
And this is just one example of why it becomes powerful to be aware of your personalization tendencies is that you can stop yourself in the moment. You realize, oh, that again, I don't want to do that again. And you can surprise yourself throughout the day how many times you probably are personalizing things, blaming yourself. And when you become aware of this and you reduce the amount of times that you personalize incidents throughout the day, you not only feel freer, but you have more time to focus on the things you really want to be focusing on anyway. And this small shift, although it sounds very simple, can make a very big deal in the life of an anxiety or ADHD sufferer. Thank you for listening to the Panic Attack Recovery Podcast. Make sure that you have subscribed to our podcast and please comment and rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. All show notes and links are accessible from our website. Please visit our site and subscribe to our free newsletter at panicattackrecovery.com. All information has been provided for educational purposes. Please consult a healthcare professional about any disorder or condition and the applicability of any information provided in this podcast.